It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 money pit. The money pit is brought to you by Delta, Chamberlain, and Stanley Tools. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Here to help you with your home improvement project. Let us help solve the do-it-yourself dilemma in your life. What's going on in your house? Do you want to fix it up? Are you getting ready to move? Maybe you want to put it in good shape before you do that. Maybe you're expecting a horde of guests across the holidays and want to do a last-minute improvement. Whatever's on your home improvement to-do list, put it on ours. Pick up the phone. We'll talk you through it. 888-666-3974. Coming up on today's program, are you planning on a holiday gathering? Do you feel like perhaps you're throwing the same old holiday party every year? Well, you can kick that deja vu feeling to the curb. We've got ideas for gatherings your guests will remember for years to come, and none of them will cost you more than a few bucks. And are you planning to stay in your home through your senior years, or maybe you just want to make it easier and safer to navigate? From grab bars to easy-to-turn handles, we're going to have simple ways to increase safety and accessibility throughout your home. And has this ever happened to you? You left home and wondered if your garage door was left open? Well, you'll never do that again. We're pretty excited about a new easy-to-use product that lets you not only check your garage door status, but you can open and close it from any location. We'll tell you about that. Yeah, I need one that will tell me if I left my oven on. Because regardless of if I've used my oven or not, as soon as I go to drive away for a vacation, I'm like, I left the oven on. I have to go back and look. That's a great point. We need appliances that all have their own iPhone app. Exactly. Let's get right? on this. Is the dish, are the clothes done? Is the dishwasher done? I mean, I know that my son my son goes to college and they have an app that tells them when their laundry is done because it's in a you know building uh, either across from the dorm or down the hall. We should have it for our own house. All right. Let's get working on that. Uh, patent pending. Patent pending. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. This hour, we're giving away a Stanley Fat Max prize pack, and it features the premium box beam level can make a great gift if you don't feel like keeping it for yourself and you can also check out more gift ideas with our 2014 holiday gift guide which is presented by stanley tools at moneypit.com and the stanley fat max price pack includes seven different stanley fat max products with a total value of 170 dollars and that's going out to one caller who picks up the phone and calls us with their home improvement question. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT-888-666-3974. Leslie, who's first? Rob in Washington is on the line and is dealing with some flooding. Tell us what's going on. Well, I own a one-acre lot, and I'm surrounded by like 58 acres of greenbelt. And my house sits up in the front of the lot, and I have a uh, cement driveway that runs down into a 1,200-square-foot sh- uh, shop. And every time it rains here in Seattle, which is 
every other day. <laughs> yeah, frequently. And, and, and at, at daylight savings, we get an extra hour of rain. But I, I, I get my, my shop floods, and I, I need to know what kind of drain system I can put in in front of my shop. The, the uh, cement is, is maybe 14, 16 feet wide. So basically, Rob, what's happening is the water is running down the cement driveway and into the shop. Is that the main source of the water? What you need to do is to put a culvert across the driveway. So the way that works is you essentially cut the driveway in half. You slice out a gap in the driveway, and it might be... 8 or 12 inches wide. How close to the shop, though? I, I would go probably a few feet in front of it. I, I wouldn't go too far away. Okay. Because that just gives you more water, more sidewalk to, co- to collect sort of in front of it. So I would go fairly close to it. And then you basically cut the driveway in half, and you drop this culvert in, which is sort of like a U-shaped channel. And then on the opposite end of it, it's attached to a drain line, which would go to a curtain drain. So the water would go down the, dr- down the garage, it would fall into this culvert, and you can buy these or order these at building material supply centers that that's, that service you know masons and people that do more commercial type work. You'll be able to find these pre-made. And the drain tile, the drain pipe would connect to the culvert, so the water would go out to this drain line, and then you go into a curtain drain. So the curtain drain you'd make yourself, and again on the downside of the property you'd carve out an area about 12 to 18 inches wide and deep, fill it with stone, lay the drain pipe in there, cover it with more stone, put some filter cloth, and then some topsoil or whatever you're going to cover it with. So essentially the drainage for this is is invisible once it's done, but you're intercepting that runoff down the driveway uh, and and running it around the building and into the drain tile. And that pipe that you install there must be perforated. And, and I would recommend using solid PVC perforated pipe, not the flexible black like landscaping perforated pipe. Okay. Thank you, guys. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Okay. Now, Mary in New Jersey is on the line, and she has a question about a pine tree and her grass. Why it won't grow? What's going on, Mary? Our house is 28 years of age. And behind our porch in the property, we have three pine trees, which have gotten very, very large. Now, to remove them now would cost us about three to $4,000. We have a problem with the pine needles falling down on the grass area between the porch and the trees. With this type of falling over the pine needles, we're having a very bad problem trying to grow grass in this area. And we wondered if there was any other solution. Well, the problem with the failure to grow grass is because you've got all this shade from the pine trees. So if you don't have enough light in there, you're not going to be able to grow grass. I mean, you can get a grass seed that, that's designed for shade, but it's never going to be as, as uh, vibrant as a lawn that's fully exposed. I mean, one thing that you could could try is you could try thinning out the pine trees by, by uh, strategically not cutting them down, but thinning them out so you let a little more light go through them. But you're never going to uh, get a full, thick lawn uh, under deep shade like that. Well, that's a good suggestion. We'll see how we can work out with that. All right. Good luck with that project. You are tuned to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. Holy moly, it is less than a month to the big holiday. What are you working on? What do you have to get done with the clock ticking till those big hordes of family members are going to start to arrive? We can help you. We're here for you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I've already done all my holiday shopping, so we're available. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. 888-666-3974. You did that shopping already? Really? I finished it in August, don't I? Crazy. 
Hey, are your holiday parties starting to feel like a case of deja vu? Well, a few simple steps can break up the monotony and have you hosting an event your guests will never forget. We've got money-saving holiday party tips after this. You live in a party pit. If you could have cleaners that were safe, green, and actually work, wouldn't it be great to save money with them, too? Shackley's concentrated products save you money, ounce for ounce. Shop Shackley Get Clean products today at GreenMyMoneyPit.com. That's GreenMyMoneyPit.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now with your home improvement question, your home decor dilemma at one eight 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 Money Pit, And one caller who does just that might win a Stanley Fat Max prize pack, including the premium box beam level. It's got three vials for increased accuracy. The center vial is magnified so you can see it better. The Stanley Fat Max premium box beam level is just one of the many products that are featured on our 2014 holiday gift guide, which is presented by Stanley Tools. Check it out. It's right there for you at moneypit.com. We've got great gift ideas there. But one lucky caller that we talked to on the air this hour is going to win a Fat Max prize pack, which includes the premium box beam level. It's worth $170. Give us a call right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT for the answer to your home improvement question and your chance to win. Wade in South Dakota is on the line and has a question about siding. How can we help you? Hi. Uh, we had a, a big hailstorm come through, and it took out a bunch of our siding, our steel siding. And I'm, I'm kind of fighting with the insurance company to, to find an exact match. Uh, my question, I guess, is the house is close to 20 years old. What are the chances that the siding that they pick is going to match up with the color? Between little and none. <laughs> That's kind of what I figured. <laughs> and, and listen, wait, when, this is not a new argument with insurance companies. It happens all the time with roof damage. You know, let's say you get ice stand damage and you have to just replace like uh, three feet of roof on the front of the house. Or maybe you get leaks around a, a vent or something and you have to replace a piece of roof. Insurance companies traditionally replace the entire roof. And in your case, they should be replacing all of your siding without argument because they've got to restore it uh, at least as good as it was before. And giving you mismatched siding isn't what you contracted them to do. So I would stick to your guns and sure, give them the opportunity to find a replacement, but they won't be able to, and you don't have to accept it. And you can insist that it all be replaced with brand new siding. Do you have a private adjuster on this to help you with, with the claim? Um, Somebody that the insurance company contacted yesterday. That adjuster's working for the insurance company. What you want to do is get a public adjuster, and a public adjuster works for you, the public, and they work on commission. So it doesn't really cost you much to have these guys on uh, on the job, and they're there to find every single solitary thing that they can claim for and get that into the claim. So everything from picking up the nails on your property that will be part of that construction project to getting the whole house recited, they try to get that claim as full as possible because the more they find, the more money they make because they're all in commission. So I would definitely find a good quality public adjuster, perhaps check with your attorney, do your research, find somebody that uh, has a lot of experience and uh, let them fight for you so you don't have to fight with the insurance company. Great. I'll definitely look into that. Thank you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
Well, from shopping the menu to cleaning and decorating, holiday entertaining is a lot of work. And whether you're throwing an intimate dinner or an all-out bash, there's always so much prep to do so it's easy to run out of steam or money before adding those memorable touches. But making your party stand out among the rest doesn't have to be an expensive undertaking. Yeah, first of all, you've got to start by taking a good look around your house. Now, do you have rooms that have the flow that's required for successful entertaining? You might want to rearrange your furniture into groups, for example. This way you're going to create smaller gathering areas if you're having a large party. Or you can actually move all of your furniture to the perimeter of the room. Maybe you want to have a dance floor, give you more floor space. And you need really to make sure that there's plenty of seating and places for people to put down their snacks and cocktails. And are your decorations feeling old and tired? Well, for real impact, consider holiday palettes that push past the obvious red and green, like maybe going with an all-white color scheme. And for a real budget-conscious approach, think in advance. Buy decorations when they're on sale after the holidays and wait till next year to debut the new festive look. And for all the work that you put into the meal, make sure that your guests have space to enjoy it. Rather than crowd your dining table with just those added chairs, and card tables, why not host a more casual buffet? You can add some tall bistro tables. That's a great option. There's really inexpensive ways that you can rent or really come up with an unusual experience for your guest. So don't be afraid to rent some things. It'll make a huge difference. Great advice. 888-666-3974. Let's get back to the phones. And in Georgia, you are on the line with the Money Pit. How can we help you today? Well, uh, my house was built back in the 60s, and uh, I know now when they put up drywall, they use drywall screws. Yep. Back, back then, they used a hammer, yep, and I've got these dings on the walls and on the ceiling, and I've you know, tried to uh, put you know, spackle over the top of them and, and scrape it off and, and sand it and, I, and then paint it, and there they are. They come right back again. Is there anything I can do to sort of cover it or do i have to take down all the drywall no no are you sure it's a hammer ding and not a nail pop does it seem like it's raised or does it seem like it's recessed the recessed the recessed okay so the solution here is spackling but it's not just a one shot thing what you want to do is put multiple coats of spackle on and so you start and you can go out to a home center or a hardware store and you can buy plastic uh, spackle knives that are basically disposable. So you start out with one that's about two inches, then you go to one that's about four or five inches, then you go with one that's like six or eight inches wide. And if you put on three layers like that, you'll fill it in, it'll be absolutely flat. But you can't just stop there. If you're going to start doing this around the house, you're going to have to repaint all of those surfaces and you should prime them first because if not, you're going to get different absorption between the areas that were newly spackled and the old ones, and that will result in sort of like a, a weird kind of glazing or sort of shade difference with the way the paint kind of takes. Oh, okay. All right. Now, if you have one that looks like it's cracked, what Leslie was talking about were called nail pops. Uh-huh. And frankly, that's much more likely than the dents you're describing unless mm-hmm. you just happen to have a really over-aggressive guy with a hammer <laughs> that put that thing together back in the 60s. Those dents are haunting you 50 years later. <laughs> yeah. The nail pops... You could put another nail next to the one that sort of stuck it out and drive it in, and that the, the second nail will hold in the first nail. But remember, it's really key that you sand, prime, and paint to make this all go away. And lastly, the type of paint you use is critical. Make oh. sure you use flat paint. Do not use anything with a sheen, because when you put something with a sheen on a wall, any defect in the wall becomes magnified when the light hits it. Well, that's great advice. Now we've got Eddie in Delaware on the line who's dealing with a moisture situation going on. Tell us about it. I'm having a moisture problem 
with uh, two out of the three bathrooms. It's a three-bathroom home. Um, and um, each, each bathroom has an um, inline exhaust fan. Um, and this, this occurred last season, uh, last winter season, um, and we've got a really severe winter. Um, and, and we're getting a lot of condensation. I have um, dampers in two of the bathrooms at the ceiling. Um, and last season, last winter season, I installed uh, additional damper uh, after the exhaust fan, after the inline fan in the ceiling. And I was still getting a lot of moisture. Uh, actually, at the ceiling where the sheetrock was actually falling apart. That's how much moisture we got. Okay. For, first of all, um, right above this space, is there an attic? What's what's above it? Yes, it's an attic, yes. All right. And how much insulation do you have in that attic? Uh, the, the home is only um, eight years old. So first of all, bathrooms are sources of warm, moist air. Um, if the temperature of the drywall is chilly it's going to condense and cause condensation. So you want to make sure that the attic above it, that you've got at least 15 to 20 inches of insulation in there. That's really important. Oh, there is. Uh, there definitely is. And what I also did was, when I, when I started having this problem, I replaced the flexible ductwork, which was originally R6, to the maximum of R8. And I'm still getting the problem. And these two bathrooms that I'm having the problem... Um, they're not used for um, showers or bathing of any sort. The second thing I want to suggest to you is you mentioned that you have exhaust fans in two of the three. No, no. All three have their own individual inline exhaust fans, yes. Okay. So inline, in other words, it's ducted out somewhere. They're all connected together and ducted out at one point? No, no. At one they're, point. Not connected to, they're not connected together. They're, con- uh, they're all different. They all vent on their own out, out, out the building? Yes. And you can confirm that the that the vents are working. So if you turn the fan on, if you go outside, you'll see the flapper. Yes. So hooking them up to a humidistat slash timer might not be a bad idea because this way when the humidity gets high in the room, it'll automatically come on. Leviton makes such a switch designed specifically for bath fans. And I think that might be the next step. I think we need to move air, more air through these rooms. The second thing is, what's underneath these bathrooms? Are these, are these on the second floor or first floor? Or are they over a slab? It's a ranch home. And what's underneath? Uh, crawl space. Crawl space? Okay. Does the crawl space have a high humidity problem? No. I would recommend that you replace the existing fan switch with a humidistatically controlled fan switch. Yeah, okay. I'll try. Eddie, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling at 888 Money Pit. Coming up, 8 out of 10 45-year-olds plan to stay in their houses as long as they can. From extra lighting to easy-to-turn doorknobs, this old house host, Kevin O'Connor, is joining us with tips on making your house safer and easier to navigate as we all get old (laughs) next. (laughs) And this old house on the Money Pit is presented by Bostitch Mechanics Tools, delivering the rugged reliability you've come to expect from Bostitch. Designed for the professional, built to last. And by the Home Depot, featuring Delta Temp 2 hand showers and shower heads with technology which is going to tell you the water temperature before you get in the shower or tub the perfect holiday gift available exclusively at the home depot we'll be back with more after this this is kevin o'connor from tv's this old house the longest running home improvement show and i want to send out a big congrats to tom and leslie for the most downloaded home improvement podcast on itunes well done guys on the money pit radio show Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. 
Money Pit is presented by Leviton, the brand most preferred by builders for wiring devices and lighting controls. With a focus on safety and convenience, Leviton products are the smart solution for all your electrical needs. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And if you like listening to the Money Pit, like us on Facebook, too, because if you do, you'll be online for more tips, more prizes, and even some behind-the-scenes moments. Just head to Facebook.com slash Money Pit and click like. Well, it's never been more important to make your home accessible. Rather than moving from place to place for each stage of senior life, Americans are staying in their homes longer instead of retiring to places like Arizona or Florida for those so-called golden years. And accessibility isn't just important for older Americans. Whether your family is young or old, making life easier at home always makes sense. Here with some simple ways that you can make your home easier and safer to live in is Kevin O'Connor, the host of This Old house. Hi, Kevin. Hi, guys. Great to be back. So this idea of aging in place, quote unquote, is really gaining popularity. Oh, boy, it really is. I mean, get a load of this fact. The AARP did a survey and they found out that eight out of 10 people aged 45 plan to stay in their homes as long as possible. I mean, that says it right there, right? We want to stay in our houses. We don't want to have to go somewhere else. And to do that, you're going to have to, well, you might have to make some changes and you're going to have to use some forethought. So there are, well, there's a long list of things that you can do. And I I think of them in three different categories, the small changes, the medium changes, and the big changes. The small changes we're all familiar with, things like rocker switches for lights. You can use a a side of your palm or the back of your hand if you had to, to turn the lights on or off. Lever handles for doors instead of knobs. If you're arthritic, you don't actually have to get your fingers and your knuckles around those things. Again, you can paddle them down, up or down, which is great. Or even if you come home with your hands full of children or groceries. Mm-hmm. Who hasn't or done both. that? Right. Or both. Who hasn't opened the door with their elbow? Because my son won't open a door for me. But we'll talk about that later. (laughs) Um, Another thing to think about is task lighting. More is better. Mm -hmm. Um, Our eyesight's going to fade. Light is going to help us get and use the house in a better way. Um, And so that's important. There are things called C or D shape handles. You can put those on drawers and cabinets instead of little knobs. Basically, a bigger surface, easier surface to grab so that you can open those things. Think about this. In the shower, you should have a handheld shower head so that you can actually operate that shower while you're sitting on the bench. And, you know, before you need it, it's a good thing to wash the kids and the pets with. Well, I mean, it was the only way I could get Henry to take a shower by himself was to get a handheld shower. I mean, it's kind of amazing how... You know, they say you're an adult once and a kid twice. Right. You know, it's like there's this parallel. You can see that all of the things that work well for seniors work amazingly excellent for those under seven. We've worked with a couple of specialists. Uh, there's a lot of different names for this, universal design, mm-hmm. of all these different things. This one particular person, she calls it human design um, because it's on. It's yeah, true. Makes sense. We're going to be using it as little kids. We're going to be using it as adults, but then we're going to be using it as elderly folks as well. So it works for lots of different people if you do all of these changes. So those are easy changes. What about ones that maybe take a little bit more effort, but you do them if you really need them. So stairs are a big hurdle for lots of folks, um, but when we can still get up and down the stairs, having good railings on both sides of the staircase um, so that we can grab onto them, use them, uh, that's a great idea. And, And not just the stairs inside, stairs indoors and out. 
Grab bars in bathrooms, same idea. You want to be able to put your hand and get a good hold on something, uh, prevent from slipping. And the great news is, boy, there's lots of decorative options out there. These things look fantastic. I saw two of them recently. One of them was a soap dish. You had no idea this thing was a grab bar, but sure enough. Really? It was a soap dish in the corner that was secured and a nice grab bar and a toilet paper holder that was a grab bar as well if you need assistance lifting up or getting down. So they're out there. There's lots of good choices, and that's a good thing for folks. Neil, that's a great point because instead of making folks reach for a grab bar, what happens when you're on the toilet or you're in the shower, you reach for every sort of surface that you can grab to that's convenient. And that might be the toilet paper holder and it might be the soap dish. So why not make them strong enough to actually be mm-hmm. a grab bar? And nobody wants to admit that you need that assistance. Right. You know, so if it's something else that serves a different function but is still strong, you know, you're more apt to have it. Well, if it looks good, you're mm-hmm. definitely more apt to have it. Absolutely. You don't want these places that you want your house to feel institutional. No, you don't. No, definitely not. Um, other things that just quickly in the medium changes would be um, replacing traditional faucets with motion sensor or touch sense faucets. Think about pull-down shelving in closets or kitchen cabinets where you can actually lower the shelf so that you can get to the things that are on it. Um, drawers and shelves on lower cabinets to minimize the bending and having a look down in the cabinets that are often uh, difficult to get to and dark. Those all sort of fall into the medium changes for me. So those are all pretty simple, measurable, and doesn't take a lot of time to do a project like that. But if we're talking about, say, remodeling-sized projects that are going to make a home more accessible, what are some of the top choices that can really improve the safety and security uh, of a home? Well, whether we like it or not, there's always a chance that someone is going to be in a wheelchair or some sort of a chair. So think about things, well, the bathroom, we use that a lot. Think about a sink vanity where you can roll a wheelchair under um, or even just have a regular stool or chair so that you can work at that vanity while you are sitting down. That can be a huge help. Zero threshold entries um, where there is no curb. So now we want to get in or out of the shower stall. Well, if there's no curb, we can wheel ourselves in, but it also means that there's no trip point. So that's a really good thing. Definitely something you want to think about if you're ever redoing a bathroom. Even if you don't need it at this time, that's the time to think about it. Now, at some point, the stairs may become a problem. We may not be able to navigate our way up them. And people might be thinking, oh boy, that means I've got to put an elevator in the house. Well, that can take up a lot of space and that could be expensive. So a good alternative um, is a stair lift. You can actually install it to an existing staircase. It's a lot less expensive than an elevator, takes up a lot less space, and it will help you navigate up and down those stairs. So now you can use your entire house, the up and the downstairs. In the kitchen, Think about the the varying heights of countertops so that there's space where you might have to roll underneath one counter. Or put a microwave. Instead of putting it up high, put it down low. Make it a drawer microwave so that you're not reaching up for it. They make dishwashers with two small drawers. That might reduce the amount of bending that you have to do. Another simple idea, something that a lot of people already have, is the pot filler, the one over the stove. It just saves you from having to carry a pot with two or three gallons of water from the sink to the stove. It's all right there. That makes sense because water is very, very heavy. It is. Now, those are great ideas mostly for inside the house, but what about outside? Any tips for there? Well, we want to get to the outside, right? I don't think people want to forego their outdoor space because it is part of the house, right? We work so hard to make that outdoor space uh, places that we can live and enjoy. So if you can get 
get to it because there is a zero clearance, there's no curb or no step up, or even maybe a little ramp, that would be a great way to make sure that we can still use decks and patios. So wherever you can, think about getting rid of those thresholds. And if you have to, put little ramps in so that you can move from those spaces back and forth. Or maybe even creating a zero threshold so they really don't have to step up or step down to sort of roll over the threshold and you're there. One more thing in the gardening and landscaping. Uh, Roger Cook, our landscape expert, worked with a homeowner and all of the beds that he put in was for a gentleman who was in a chair. Mm -hmm. They were all raised beds, Ah, brought up to his level. Makes sense. He could still do his gardening, no problem at all. Great advice. Kevin O'Connor, the host of TV's This Old House. Thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Catch the current season of This Old House and Ask This Old House on PBS. For local listings and step-by-step videos of many common home improvement projects, visit thisoldhouse.com. And This Old House and Ask This Old House are brought to you on PBS by GMC. GMC, we are professional grade. Up next, have you ever left home wondering if the garage door was left open? Well, never worry again. We've got a new smartphone solution next. You live in a body pit. It is brought to you by Chamberlain Garage Door Openers with a battery backup for when the power goes out and MyQ technology that alerts you when your door is open so you can close it from anywhere. Discover smarter possibilities at Chamberlain.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And the number here is 888-MONEY-PIT. Now, this hour, we've got a great prize up for grabs. We're giving away a seven-piece Stanley Fat Max prize pack, and it's worth 170 bucks. Now, in it, you're going to find a premium box beam level. It's got three vials, so you'll get excellent accuracy. It's got removable end caps and a rafter hook, so you can keep it within easy reach. Now, the Fat Max premium box beam level is a great gift for any do-it-yourselfer or pro. It's one of the many great gift ideas you'll find in our 2014 holiday gift guide at moneypit.com, presented by Stanley Tools. But you won't need to wait for the holidays to win. We're giving away the Stanley Fat Max prize pack, which includes seven different Stanley Stanley Fat Max products worth $170 this hour. So give us a call. The number again is 1-888-MONEY-PIT. Well, have you ever pulled away from your home and wondered if your garage door was left open or maybe the kids that, like most, tend to take things out of the garage and never put them away and close the door? Yeah, well, there's stuff in the garage to worry about, of course, but even more, so many people leave the door between their garage and their house unlocked, which means their house is frighteningly accessible when your garage door is up. Well, eliminating that worry has never been easier or more affordable thanks to a new product called the Chamberlain MyQ Garage Smartphone Controller. Now, it's an easy-to-install wireless sensor that you attach to your garage door. Then you just connect it to your home's Wi-Fi, download the free Chamberlain MyQ Home Control app, and now you have the ability to check the status of your garage door from any place at any time. And it works on most modern garage door openers. And not only can you check it, but you can actually open and close your garage door remotely, too. So whether you're across the street or across the globe, you can do it all from your smartphone. Now, the garage door sensor also works like an extra set of eyes. It will warn anyone inside the garage when the door is closing, and it can be connected to the door's safety sensors to keep it from dropping down if there's something in its path. It retails for just $129.99, and it can be installed in minutes. Learn more about MyQ Garage at Chamberlain.com. 
Mark in South Carolina is on the line with a showerhead question. What can we do for you? Uh, yes, uh, my wife has been after me for uh, several years. She said that the pressure coming out of our shower nozzle just can't get the shampoo out of her hair. And uh, I've, changed, <laughs> I've put four different shower nozzles on there. I, I had a plumber uh, that actually went out to the line out of the street where we tapped into the line, and and they're all saying there's nothing I can do. Uh, do you have any suggestions for me? Mark, do you have hard water? I don't know. How do you know if you have hard water? Because <laughs> you have hard water. That's exactly what it would feel like. It would it feel like you can't it get feel your... like you can't get the shampoo or the yeah, soap off. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a well water or do you have uh, city water? City water. Is there any other showers in the house that she uses and, and you know, seems to work fine? No, she went to the other shower and said that doesn't work either. So I kept changing out the shower and also say nothing seems to work. Yeah, you might want to get a water test done because that's exactly uh, the symptom of a hard water problem that you described. Hard and, water. And, okay. Yeah, and then you could, there's a number of ways that you could put water softeners in and that will make that go away. Now, in terms of the shower head itself, yeah, you know, the newer uh, water efficient shower heads, um, there is some some folks that complain about you know yeah. not having enough water in there, but I will say that the the better ones seem to have engineered that out. Like for example, uh, I know Moen has a couple of different ones that are available that have multiple settings, and they've engineered these so that you get a you know a, a good spread of water across the shower head, but you still have the water savings. Okay, Mullen, got that? Yeah, check the hardware out. Then take a look at the uh, at the better shower heads, like the ones by Moen. Those are really terrific. And um, I've got one actually in a shower upstairs. It's like a rain shower, kind of wide head, and it works great. Well, that's a good suggestion. Thank you so much. Hey, are you baffled by roof leaks that just show up on the first floor of your two- or three-story home? Well, we'll help explain how they got there and what you can do to fix them coming up. Hey, they, they The Money Pit is presented by Quick Crate Concrete and Cement Products. Quick Crate, what America's made of. Like us on Facebook and visit online at www.quickcrate.com for product information and easy step-by-step project videos. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Okay, so how many times have you stepped into a freezing cold or boiling hot shower? We like to call that shower shock, and it can be a real problem. <laughs> Delta has created the Temp 2.0 line of shower heads and hand showers, and these fixtures come with an LED display of the exact water temperature. So no more shower shock. The way it works is that there's a color-coded display with three indicators, blue, magenta, and red. So with a quick visual check, it's easy to know what you're stepping into, and it's just perfect for kids or seniors. Yeah, and it's also really simple to install, and it's going to fit any standard showered arm. So that really works well because you know it's going to fit in your shower situation. The Temp 2.0 is powered by water, so you don't have to worry about batteries to mess with, and it's water sense labeled. Now, that's the EPA's designation for water saving features. It makes a great gift, and it's available exclusively at the Home Depot. And you can check it out in our 2014 holiday gift guide. Now, while you're online, post a question in our community section. And I have one here that reads, 
Today, during a heavy rain, I discovered a leak, a steady drip of water coming from the first floor powder room ceiling. It only lasted about 20 minutes, despite the fact that the rain continued for another hour, which I thought was unusual. Any advice for figuring out how rain made its way into the first floor of our two-story home? Well, first of all, I can assure you that neither Leslie nor I have ever seen your two-story home, nor have we been in your powder room. Despite that, we can tell you exactly why this happened, (laughs) because it's really not that unusual. First of all, to your first question, why did it only leak for 20 minutes and then stop? Many roof leaks are directional in nature. In other words, when the rain blows from a certain direction, it pushes up into a void and finds its way into the building. As the rain changes direction, as the wind decreases in pressure, the leak stops. So that's probably why it was only a temporary leak. But why did it end up, how did it end up going from your two-story roof to your first-story powder room? That is an easy one because there's a pipe that connects those two. It's the vent pipe for the sewer system and for all the plumbing, frankly, that's in that space. That pipe has to go up from the powder room through the floor, through the attic, through the roof, so that air can exhaust to the atmosphere and fresh air can be pulled into the system depending on which way the water is flowing. Sewage gas is out, fresh air in. Now, where that plumbing vent comes through the roof, there's a piece of flashing simply called a plumbing vent flashing. That plumbing vent flashing has a rubber ring around it that will often crack and deteriorate and break down and water will get in between that rubber gasket and the pipe and then it will follow that pipe all the way back through the attic, back through the first floor, and into your powder room ceiling. So I would predict that the solution here is to get up on the roof and replace the plumbing vent flashing, and I think that will make the problem go away once and for all. Yeah, you know, leaks can be tricky to diagnose, but in this case, your bathroom's got a pipe that goes directly to the roof, so that kind of gives us an indicator of where that's coming from. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thank you so much for spending this hour with us. We know you're out there and about shopping busily for the holiday season. If you've got home improvement questions, because perhaps one of those projects on your to-do list is to get your house fixed up for the guests that are on their way, remember, you can reach us 24-7 at 888 Money Pit, or better yet, post your question to the Money Pit's Facebook page at facebook.com slash Money Pit. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.